1: Bob Fosse isn't that nice a guy, you know. Bob Fosse uh, was willing to leave his daughter alone so he could go sleep with somebody. What a piece of shit! Like, honestly. Did you notice who the guy that she he left the daughter was? Like that actor. Um, he, I he looks familiar, but I didn't. I couldn't like put my finger
0: on it. It makes me sad because he's so old now. But do you remember the last five years? The recording you watched. Yes. He played Jamie in that. Really? Yeah.
1: Time ages us all, but dogs will bark forever. Dogs will bark forever. That's why we should put them all in redacted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're back again with Patreon with Cheese talking about Fossey Verdan.
1: Oh, it's Fossy Verdan time. I really like this show. I think it keeps getting better. <laughs> um, and I hope everyone's watching along with us because I feel like if you're just listening to us and not watching the show, you're missing out pretty pretty heavily. Mm-hmm.
0: So, how does this compare to all that jazz? Because it feels part and parcel, kind of.
1: I think they're very different experiences. I think as it goes on, like all that jazz is much more, much less, pardon me, much less grounded. Uh, especially when it gets to the ending and everything kind of turns into a fantasy sequence. Mm-hmm. And this this show has like some fantasy sequences, but they're all like you always snap back to reality afterwards like it's never like a fully like let's oh, just, we're just end the movie with surrealism let's just fully embrace the surrealism um which i think is it works it it makes it feel more like a like you know this is a real true story rather than you know this is like a true story that is heavily interpreted interpreted by whoever is uh directing this movie
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> let l- I want to hear an Andrew DeWolf recap of what
1: happens in this episode. All right. Um, this episode. Uh, I guess between dur- during the uh, break between the two episodes, they finished filming uh, Cabaret. Um, and he started editing it. Uh, he's not having a good time editing it because uh he doesn't have his uh, waifu there <laughs> anymore. Um, <laughs> I think we all remember why she's not there. Um, because he f- he fucked a woman, a
0: German woman, who immediately like yeah. left him as soon as like everything got wrapped up.
1: He also probably fucked a lot of other women oh, too, definitely. Too real. <laughs> um, but he uh, he wants her back. Uh, she is trying to get into uh, a play. Um, and that's kind of her arc, uh, not arc, her storyline a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, pardon me. Uh, and we're also getting the whole time we're getting flashbacks to uh, when I guess she had a uh, son out of wedlock and forced into was, a marriage uh, with an abusive forced into dick. a marriage. Yeah, um, played by Mister Rosewater. It, yeah, that was interesting <laughs> as well. Um, played by Hans of the Southern Isle himself. But yeah, I and I I guess Bob either forgot about it or really is such an asshole that he kind of ends the episode by just forgetting, or, or saying something incredibly insensitive about it. So that's that's cool. What do you know about raising <laughs> boys? You
0: only raised a girl.
1: Yeah, like does he just not know? Or we is find out later. Like dude?
0: it frames it there like that, but we find out later that he knows. Um... Well, I assumed that if she knew that he didn't know, she wouldn't have reacted that way. Because so... she's not an unreasonable person. I feel like Bob legitimately forgot because anything that he wasn't actively involved with, he forgets because he's a huge narcissist.
1: Yeah, and he's also drugged up on whatever the fuck.
0: Every pill imaginable
1: for any any problem he got, he's got a pill for it. Any time anything good happens to him, he throws it away like <laughs> within five minutes. Yes. You are not right. Like, wrong. she literally came, like, basically crawling back to him, like, I want to help with your movie because I don't feel satisfied with this play. And then he's just like, you know, you never had a son. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, he
0: thinks he's helping with that information. Like, he's just that yeah, he brain does.
1: dead sometimes. He's he's just a, a big narcissist is really what it is. Um, uh, but we get...
0: Um, hints and foreshadowings
1: of Pippin. Oh, yeah, which is, I guess this coincides a little bit. This will be somewhat... Next week is the big Pippin episode, but this one, they talk about it a bit. Yeah, they talk about it, and we just talked about it. Um... Yeah, we we already get the discussion about how he needs to fix the show cuz he doesn't think it's good enough.
0: What do you but the so. plot description he gave there, he's like there's an old man and a theater troupe and they pack everything into an old
1: box and then they go place to place. It's garbage. I mean, I wouldn't even call that a plot summary of Pippin. That's just the framing device. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even like the framing device that ended up being the show. Yeah, it's like I don't know. You didn't even you didn't even mention Pippin. <laughs> like I mean, him. the show kinda doesn't mention Pippin. <laughs> Let's be fair. Oh, oh. What are you talking about? Pippin is the actual lead of the show. Like at least it, uh, I mean, maybe not when he was reading about it, I don't know. The one I watched Pippin was the lead. No, it's it's a leading player that's really dead center on this story. They're the most interesting character, but Pippin is in like every scene. Too much dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice
0: who's playing um, the MC in Cabaret? Um, you didn't really get to hear his voice um, the first time he was on screen, but here, you get to see him and hear his voice. Um,
1: I, honestly, I couldn't tell who it was. It's SpongeBob from SpongeBob the Musical. Is that, is that musical. Tom Kenny? Okay, no, so it's not SpongeBob. It's SpongeBob from SpongeBob the Musical. Yes, but the thing is, his singing voice sounds so much like... Did they did they end up cutting that song? I haven't seen Cabaret still. No, it, that ended up in there. That song seems bizarre, and I'm trying to figure out where it would fit into the any two ladies song. <laughs> yeah. So what had happened was,
0: um, in the Broadway version of um Cabaret, um, there's just this two couple, and they mention that they sleep with other people, and. They, yeah. yeah, and then Bob Fosse comes in with the movie, and he's like, he's bisexual, and he's fucking the same guy as his girlfriend, and they're cheating on each other with the same guy. And so they cue that up. With- he had to make it about him. He had to make it about himself, didn't he? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole subplot about like the Menage a triangle that
1: they're in, where they're all just fucking each other. Do they ever, you know, find out and then just, you know, not care and just do it anyways? Well,
0: eventually, I think they find out he's a Nazi. <laughs>
1: Oh, and then they're like, "Well, nobody wants to and then to they fuck start fucking now.
0: each other again. and then she gets pregnant, and he for, like wants to have, it, and then she has the abortion Cabaret works better as a musical than it does as a movie if you would believe that.
1: <clears throat> I'm trying to even figure out what the hell the plot is. I mean, there's just Nazis and abortions. and
0: the plot of Cabaret I mean... is basically what we're doing right now. A bunch of people in the end of the world trying to distract themselves with light entertainment when really the world is ending and just being like, la 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 la, nothing's happening out there as the Nazis come trouncing down the street and you either have to run or pick a side and run or stay there and know you might be dead.
1: And us as the audience know, like, if you stay, you're gonna die. Jess, I think you're talking absurdities. I mean, why would we be comparing that to what we're living through right now? There's no right-wing militia groups out in the streets shooting people. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, fucking insane, right? (laughs) Jess, what are you talking about? You're speaking pure nonsense.
0: I've wanted to, like, for the last four years, like, I've, like, I gotta do something cabaret-related. But that is such a hefty thing, and I know you're strapped on time, and asking you to watch, like, eight hours of material just for one episode would be a lot, a big ask of you.
1: How about this? When we celebrate Trump's, uh, victory in, in November, we'll do a cabaret episode. No. <laughs> I will be too depressed to talk about that very subject, not gonna lie. If Trump wins in November, cabaret the next week. If Trump wins in November, I I, I don't think I'll be around for another episode. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I said I said the wrong word. Did I say if? I say, I meant when. When Trump wins in November, <sighs> cabaret episode the next week. I'm hoping for a miracle. I'm not gonna lie, my dude. Yeah, okay. Well, you keep hoping, my man. It's <laughs> not probably not happening
0: you never know the polls are ranking up for
1: biden because everyone lies on polls yeah the polls looked really good for clinton too Uh, because everyone lies on polls in fact they didn't lie on the polls she won the popular vote by three percent it just wasn't enough to actually win
0: (laughs) isn't that fucking stupid
1: Weird politics break. I I read something today that uh, Biden would have to win by five percent to even be comfortable in getting the electoral college.
0: The thing is, Biden just has to win one more state than Clinton did. Let's just say blanketly, he wins every single state that Clinton did. He just needs to win one yeah, more, which is is possible. Yes. So it's definitely not. And it was like, this oh, man, close to Michigan no when Hillary was there. Literally, if it had turned blue, Hillary would have had the election.
1: Yeah, so basically, it's Jess's fault. It
0: is our fault. I remember that night and being like, I swear, because it was literally down to Detroit whether Michigan went red or not.
1: Dude, you didn't vote either. This is literally Jess's you fault. You fucker, I did vote. vote. Jess, you motherfucker, I did vote.
0: vote. I proudly voted for I'm kidding. Harambe. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> Jess wrote in Harambe, and that single vote was <laughs> what caused...
0: <laughs> that is not true. I did not vote for Harambe. I voted for Hillary Rodham Clinton. And... Rod, damn, we fucking... You didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> I did my part. I was not a part of the problem for that one.
1: Actually, you were, since your district just all switched to red. Your vote counted as a red vote, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking, fucking explode. I was on my bike the other day, cause you, yeah, um, and a guy passes me, because I tend to go slow, because I want to kind of stretch all my muscles and not go, like, raging fast... And he goes around me, and he's got a fucking Trump-Pence sticker on his bike. He went out and got a specific Trump-Pence
1: sticker for his bike. For just, like, a bicycle? Yes! Like, was it shooting smoke out of the back or anything? Yeah. Like, no, it was just some old fucker taking up space
0: the a space in That's just a stereotype.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Got a bit of a cult around him.
0: Yeah. Kind of like Bob Fosse. Yeah, Bob Fosse did have a bit of a cult. I think he would have been a better president in the end than,
1: than Trump was. He would have done more drugs and probably legalized those drugs, and that would have been a good thing to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he would have had dances, um, like, choreographed at his inauguration. That might have been nice. Dude, that actually would have been fucking sick.
1: Imagine Bob Fosse choreographing, like, a presidential dance. Like, that's a fucking tits. Dude, I'm picturing it right now, and I'm like, man, we live in the worst of all worlds, don't we? <laughs> Andrew, um, I've got a moral question, so to say, for you. Sure. Moral question? I'm all for moral questions. What do you got?
0: Uh, so, whose side are you on during the should you have left for 30 minutes um, with your daughter alone with another man <laughs> debate? Are you with Bob or are you
1: with Gwen? It's kind of, It's kind of hard to be with Bob just because the only reason he left was to go sleep with somebody. If it was, like, legitimate and he actually did have a real meeting to do... I'd be like, you know, he trusts this guy, and it's a family friend, right? Right, like, like actual proper like family it's friend. Really, it's really not actually that bad, but he didn't really have an actual reason to do it. He just wanted to go sleep with somebody, so it's kind of hard to be on his side. I understand that she kind of freaked out because... Uh, she had a past. Drama, uh so I understand it's understandable that she freaked out obviously a little bit unreasonable but not everyone is reasonable all the time so I don't no, know but that's about you're
0: very very reasonable all the time
1: oh absolutely I've never had an emotional moment of my life um, Andrew doesn't believe in I just, emotions I don't believe in I believe that <clears throat> if you don't believe in emotions you don't have to have them so you know that's that's where I am now um, facts don't care about what, my feelings uh, which is why I don't have any feelings. That was a Ben Shapiro thing. Did you, did you catch that? I caught guess? it.
0: I caught it. Are you going to tell me about a wet ass P word? Uh,
1: no, I checked. It's dry. <laughs> so you got a dap instead of a wop. Uh, so what do you think of the weird baby crying stuff at the end? Yeah, it's fucking Did, did the baby
0: die? Um, No, not really. In real life, he just kind of like, he's. I think he's still alive today, to be honest.
1: The thing is, like, they got so, like, emotional about, like, the the, the little boy turns into an angel, and it's like, so his her baby die? Like, did her parents kill him? Like, mm-hmm. like, is this, uh, are we watching, what's it fucking called? Bright the... Star. <laughs> Bright Star. Throw a baby off the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was getting, I was kind of getting that vibe from it, but I guess, I guess not. I guess the baby's fine. Do we, do we know what that baby grew up to be? Is he a dancer? Um, I'm going to look for that because I,
0: I, I remember looking it up because I was like, did the baby die? And then I was like, no, there's an interview with
1: him. He's like, so did you die? That was the first question of the interview. <laughs> 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 That's just like Chris Farley
0: interviewing Paul McCartney. So are you still alive? Remember how everyone said <laughs> that you died? Yeah, I remember. Well, did that happen? Oh, I'm not really sure. We were on a lot
1: of drugs back then and anything happens you know okay yeah there's so much to read okay so he's baby's still around still alive and... did she is she not allowed to see him anymore is that why she feels bad or like what was the circumstance of her leaving they never really got into that they show her giving the baby to her mom at least I assume that was her mom and then just leaving so as so, he grew older, Jim, know, know. the
0: baby was named Jim. Um, would go on to father, nice. his mo- follow his mother's footsteps by taking up roles in acting and screenwriting, according to the IMDb. Um, he was okay. a- in a bunch of stuff. He is now seventy-three years old, is and and donates his time cooking in his California-based mission.
1: I don't know what that means, but uh, it's a like a Christian mission.
0: Yeah, he looks like a fucking weirdo. He looks just like. Gwen Verdon like as a man. Well that's cool. What was he in? Lassie, the TV show. He and he like appeared on the Adam West Batman. Oh, so he was in some like Hard hitters, yeah. Hard hitting shit. He was basically Colin Colin Farrell as the penguin. <laughs> How does
1: that look to you? Fuck. Um The Batman? Is that what we're talking about now? Yeah. Aren't we always talking How talk- does the Batman look? Yeah. Um You know, to be honest, I, I really couldn't get a good impression of it, uh, and I really only watched the trailer one time, and it was with the audio of the Cats movie, so <laughs> I really, I don't know if I, I don't know if I really know what it's about. <laughs> well, Mr. Mistoffelees is about to murder a bunch of people. Okay, trailers are all exactly the same, because, like, even the Cats audio fits perfectly over it. It does not, like, even the cuts are to the same rhythm, almost. <laughs> They all cut on four four time. Well yeah, but it's at the same tempo. Like I don't know. Also, some movies some movie trailers are in five. Because don't they do like the like the mission impossible like bump, bump, bum bum? Mission bump, impossible bump, does shit. that,
0: yeah, but not mo
1: Yeah, yeah. But there's also another famous song that does that that is used in a lot of action movies, and I can't remember what it is. I think it's one of the planets though. Uh but yeah. Five time five time is used. For action movies i know it i don't know if trailers use it though i just know that they do that oh whatever <laughs> bob Fosse can't can't dance in five so really this is irrelevant uh, the editing
0: process in those days looks exhausting
1: oh yeah um can you imagine watching four hours of footage and then having someone ask oh so what'd you think
0: yes i've done that before <laughs> i will say that I, i've done that exact thing before
1: Yeah, and did you uh, turn to them and be like, what the fuck do you mean, what do I think? That was four hours of footage, like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all movies, like, like, let's say a two-hour movie, is gonna be four hours in its first assembly cut, no matter what. So,
1: here's a question. Movies have gotten longer and longer. Is it because there's actually more footage being shot, or are editors just becoming extremely lazy?
0: Well, I think it's the former, for one, because... Literally, we have no limit to as much we can
1: be shot. The limit is our memory cards instead of, like, the end of a film reel. That's true. But, like, you can't tell me It Chapter 2 couldn't have been cut down to an hour and a half. I agree with you, but I (laughs) I think it's that the egos of directors have only gone up in 30 years. Yeah, they're like, oh, I have all these shots, and like this one's like really cool, so it's got to stay in, and this one's got to stay in, and this one's got to yes, stay in. Yes, and you need and a very, very,
0: very strong editor that'll be like, no, you fucking idiot, we're cutting this shit.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, you think it's cool, uh, but the people watching it are gonna be like, you know what, that didn't need to be there. You <laughs> spent <laughs> all day shooting it though. You don't. Need it. You really don't you don't fucking need it. Dude, I'm still so, I'm so salty about It Chapter 2. And honestly, I've rewatched Endgame and I think I'm salty about that one Why too. are you salty about
0: Endgame? Uh, it Chapter 2 and Endgame are the same movie.
1: Yeah, and that's the problem. They didn't those movies did not need to be fucking 3 hours long. Endgame earned it a little bit. It Chapter 2 did not. No, It Chapter 2 I'm super salty about. Endgame I'm still like, you know, did we really need the Professor Hulk in a fucking restaurant scene? Like, did we really need like, all this time travel bullshit.
0: I think, did we really need all this? I think we did. It, it works. It's fine. It's a coherent, effective
1: movie. Okay, can we at least start getting intermissions? And I think I've said you've this said already. You've said this so many times on this I've show. I've said this so many times. Can we get fucking intermissions for... If your movie is three hours long, if a two and a half hour long musical gets an intermission, can a three hour movie get a fucking intermission? Like, come on.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you've watched Endgame again. I feel like that's a one-and-done That was nice. I saw that in the theater. Time to be done with that forever.
1: Yeah, I was like, you know, I kind of can't remember what happened because it was so long. And that's not, not like so long ago that I watched it because it was so long. Um, and then I rewatched it, and I can't, honestly, I can't remember what happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, people got snapped out of existence, and then they tried to Dude, bring isn't them back. That
1: that, <laughs> that ending fight scene is like literally an hour long. But it's so much fun. I guess I could do, like, with trimming it a bit. Just show me the part where Captain America grabs the hammer, and then and then right from there go into the end of the fight because that was the only part I liked.
0: I I liked whenever <laughs> when the dead man came through and he was like Wakanda forever. Oh, that's sad. That's now. really fucking sad.
1: Yeah. Now Disney Disney's even crying about it. I mean, Walt Disney in his grave is like. <laughs> I don't get to make the second movie.
0: Can I be (laughs) a cynical bastard for a minute? Yeah, sure. Um, So I watched Black Panther when they aired it commercial-free on ABC. Like, I didn't watch it. I was walking in and out of it as my family was watching it. And I was like, oh, that's Black Panther, right? I thought it was fine when I saw it in theaters.
1: The but, effects, honestly, I, when I saw it in theaters, the effects looked terrible. Oh, yeah, they, the effects looked god-awful, but that was because
0: they had the kind of B-Studio working on that, because no one thought that movie would be as successful as it was.
1: Yeah, well, if the effects were better, it honestly probably would hold up a lot more.
0: Yes, um, but then they aired the Looking Back on the Life of Chadwick Bozeman, which was
1: ABC promoting other Marvel movies, basically. Yeah, I'm imagining, because ABC is owned by Disney. hmm as is every other media company uh but um i'm imagining that they wouldn't be interested in promoting any of the uh, other films he's been in they did they 100 percent are like if you like this you'd like
0: captain america civil war the infinity war and endgame where he also made an appearance
1: yeah he, he's definitely been in other movies though yeah I mean, I'm not gonna pretend I know his history, but I'm sure he has been in other movies that are probably better. He was in than 42, where
0: he played Jackie Robinson. He was on Get On Up, where he played uh, James Brown, and he's very good at doing those and being these impress- an impressive mimic in a way that it's not embarrassing. Yeah, he was a great actor, but when they cut to Kevin Feige, and he's like one of the only professionally recorded interviews for that. Uh, it's not just Robert Downey Jr. talking into his iPhone, like, yeah, Chad was a nice
1: guy. Yeah, I met him on set once. He was cool, I guess. Do they even share a scene really? Like they don't they don't share much. No, you're right. Oh my god. He showed up to his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his imaginary funeral. Robert Downey Jr. didn't even have to be there for that scene.
0: <laughs> Did they meet in civil war? Did they like have any encounter I know they're in that both in that movie? Tony was mostly hanging out with Spider Man.
1: I think the most that they meet is just that like the airport fight scene. Man, I bet that scene doesn't play well now. Oh dude, no, that Civil War sucks.
0: <laughs> I don't think it sucks. I don't think it could suck. Because I like so I much think... of like the bait and switch of like, you think it's gonna be a super soldier fight, but it's really a best friends fight. And I'm like, Oh, that's fun. That's good screenwritery shit. Yeah, I guess so. I... Never. It's an effective script, but so boring to watch. After that, the only Avengers-ish movie I can watch now is Age of Ultron. I think that's the only good Avengers movie that's rewatchable in its own thing.
1: I think the Avengers at this point feels so small compared to the, the like the Guardians of the other Galaxy. Other ones that have come out. Yeah, it's just like the fuck is just Loki just kind of getting his ass kicked. <laughs> I never liked that uh, first Avengers movie though. I never liked that one. I think Infinity War is good. Infinity War is boring because most of it's just like a boring fight scene. I think that's the problem with it, yeah. If you cut all of the Wakanda stuff, it would actually be be pretty decent. Well, the Wakanda stuff is kind of important. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe if you cut, like, a lot of the Wakanda stuff.
0: Yeah, but I feel like they did that already. That's why Captain America's barely in that movie.
1: Yeah. If you cut the Wakanda stuff and replaced it with scenes of Paul Rudd in his house, um, that would be the perfect Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah. um... (laughs) (laughs) I think we've gone on long enough Let me make my point
0: about Kevin Feige for once. Okay. I'm getting back to that. Kevin Feige just looks so pissed and angry and passive-aggressive and this whole interview all about Chadwick Boseman, he's like, yeah! Yeah, he was great! Yeah, and he's just... You can see the anger behind his eyes.
1: I wonder if they knew he had cancer. No, they didn't. Mm -hmm. If
0: not even the director of Endgame knew. It looked like Kevin Feige was real pissed that he didn't know, to be honest.
1: Well, I'm sure they wouldn't have had him sign a contract to be the main character in one of the fucking franchises if he they knew he was gonna die soon (laughs) yeah he he looked real fucking yeah but they can't say that because you know someone just died people people would be extremely upset but you know some of these people uh you know that are higher up in the company they don't particularly care whether or not people die no look at amazon they care a bit they probably care a bit more about the fact that their second uh, second movie in the franchise is dead now. And like their biggest franchise outside of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So, because Black Panther 2, I'm sure is still going to happen, but what are they going to do? Make it about Shuri. I like her. Yeah, not everyone likes her. What? And I'm not like... What's wrong with her? Like, she's fine. She's a girl. Oh, 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 sexist people. I gotcha. Yeah, which is a part of the market that they need to appeal to.
0: Is it because, obviously, Captain Marvel did
1: okay. Well, I'm I am not saying they need to appeal to them like like that. They actually need to. I'm sure saying he turns in mega. Their mind.
0: I'll make America great again.
1: In their mind, you know, that's money that they're not going to make. Then again, spin it. Just do this. Just do the spin that they did with Captain Marvel. Just like create the controversy and then. Everyone's like, "Oh, all these sexists hate this movie. I'm gonna go see it." The Ghostbusters, and, and then everyone talks, and then yeah, Ghostbusters, and everyone talks about your movie for like three months, and it's like, you go and watch it, and you're like, "Wow, why did anyone give half a fuck about this movie?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman felt more like a feminist piece than Captain Marvel, to be honest.
1: They actually made a mistake not spinning Wonder Woman more as like a, as in in trying to stir up that controversy because I think that I mean, movie
0: significantly better than captain america i think wonder woman's a much better movie
1: you mean captain marvel no i think
0: captain i think wonder woman's better than captain marvel
1: i mean it obviously is better than captain america who gives a fuck about captain (laughs) america one uh but captain marvel is the contentious one i think yeah to be honest i i went to see captain marvel and i i like wanted to pretend to like it but i couldn't the thing is to it It really is just not a good movie.
0: I I don't think it's a bad movie. Um, I love the things that aren't Captain Marvel in that movie, like Talos and his entire family thing. I thought that was
1: actually great. That's the thing. I think, and I don't want to sound, because there's a lot of people that are just like actually sexist pieces of shit that fucking hate her because girl bad, Um, but... She really just isn't right for the role. Like, she just does not do a good job as that character.
0: I think a lot of that has <laughs> to do with direction. Because um, she is a good actress, and I think she can get there. And I just don't think the directors um, from the first one really had a strong thing. Like, they, you know who's directing the second Captain Marvel now, right? I don't. Nia DaCosta. She's directing the Candyman remake,
1: which looks great.
0: Well, that's exciting.
1: I'm definitely still more excited about the Candyman remake than any new Captain Marvel movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm excited for the Cap or the <laughs> Candyman movie more than I am for any other movie. I hope I get to see it. Yeah. I
1: hope they keep the theme, A bee's? but not enough. Like no, oh the, the actual the, theme, theme song. Theme. I love the theme song so much.
0: I do. Do you
1: know the story of Philip Glass
0: behind that? I know we've been talking way I too don't. long. Um, Philip Glass thought he was adapting just the. Uh, doing music for a short film, like, uh, based on the short story that Candyman was the oh, yeah. based off of, then he saw the movie and he's like, this is vulgar garbage, but I've got a contract.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't care what he thinks about it. His theme is still incredibly good. It is. And the movie's still incredibly good.
0: It's like the Phantom of the Opera, like, all the shit I like in a movie.
1: Yeah. Um, Watch Candyman, the only guys. Thing, the only thing I don't like about Candyman is the ending, which feels, like, attacked on, like, the producer wanted to tack on a fucking stupid end but it was so that's the only but thing it is I don't a like.
0: satisfying way to end that movie it is not the artsy way it is the dumb
1: person way but i love it it's the only part of that movie that feels like just dumb though like everything else is yes. like man that was a pretty Smart movie, and then it's just like dumb slasher ending. I think the so. the, the <laughs> husband character is the dumbest part of that movie. Like he's actively a terrible part of that story. Yeah, he's not. In, he's also not entirely necessary. Nope. To the story. Um, but yeah, that movie is fucking great. I don't really want to spoil it any further because I we do recommend it. Oh no, I absolutely recommend it. And I think even if you know that it's going to end in a dumb stinger, like it you, that doesn't spoil the movie.
0: The thing is, <laughs> when I watched that with my girlfriend, um and she hadn't seen it before, um, when it gets to that
1: point she cheered. <laughs> so maybe it's just hitting yeah. harder for people well, that aren't us. It's I mean, it's it is a cheer ending. I mean, they build up that character as a horrible person and then, you know, you get the big uh oh, dumb stinger. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, got him. I think it's mostly the <laughs> makeup they do on her that looks so ridiculous.
0: That's probably part of it. Like if they had really burnt her up, that would have been cool. Alright, yeah. we gotta wrap this up. Well Fossy Verdon, it, it keeps on coming, guys. We'll talk about
1: it more next week. Yeah. Also, these if you're expecting us to actually talk about Fossy Verdon the entire time we talk here, uh it, we're not. <laughs> As you can tell. But we'll see you guys next week.
0: No, it's the Fossy Verdon theme that plays here, so it's and goes all jazzy for a bit.